Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. He is a man who covered the Green Bay Packers and been the Falcons beat reporter for 20 years. He is D. Orlando Ledbetter, beat writer for the AJC, joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680, 93.7 FM. D. Led, thank you for joining us here in the locker room. Hey, home team, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to come on the show. Thank you, sir, and we'll get right to it with the Atlanta Falcons on the bye week, sir. Is this fixable? Or is this a complete, whole, entire mess? No, I think we've seen enough uh, home team to not throw the baby out with the uh, bathwater here. Uh, it's fixable, but we haven't, uh, you know, the troubling thing is the slippage of the defense in the last three games. That mm-hmm. might not be fixable since you lost your top defender in Grady Jarrett. That's the biggest concern. Uh, as I went over everything here at the bye week. No doubt. And, and then you throw Anya Mata on top of that. And last week and the defense really has not looked the same it did moving forward. I saw a tweet you put out this morning or yesterday about the quarterback situation. What kind of response did you expect to get when you said that out about Ritter or Heineke, assuming both guys are healthy? Yeah, I checked on that. Uh, about 500 marks on my people inside. Thought that was a good idea to you know engage with the fans and uh, – uh, last night when I checked it, it was 75% Ritter and uh, 25% Heineke. I mean, you know, you can see he's got something there. He's, he's got enough upside, uh, you know, to, to keep going and try to see if you can reach it. And, you know, at the end of the year, if he doesn't make it, then you're back in the quarterback market. Whereas you know what Heineke is, he's a backup. He's 30. He doesn't have that ceiling. Uh, so I think that's the way the fans are voting right now. So report out earlier this week that Arthur uh, Blank is not going to fire Arthur Smith this week, next week, or really anytime soon. He's expected to let this thing play out. Uh, number one, uh, are you are you buying that? Uh, and number two, what would have to play out over the remaining games for for Arthur Blank to change his mind? Yeah, I think, um, you know, a total collapse would do it. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm buying the report because, I mean, if you just look at the history of Arthur Blake, he doesn't want to fire coaches in season, had to do it with Quinn. It just had gotten too bad. Uh, you know, he let Coach Smith go finish his uh, last year out in 14 when they, um, you know, kind of knew after the uh, London loss that, mm. you know, he was that that team and that regime was going to be gone. It's just a business um, approach that he takes, uh, you know, kind of, you know, quarterly review type thing. And, uh, uh, you know, so I, I could see that if they, the bottom falls out here, one, six, two, and five, yeah, the mm-hmm. coach is going to have a lot of explaining to do. Uh, make some progress here, get in the playoff race, um, you know, fix the, the offense and the defense, and then you got a case to keep going on with this group. Uh, Daryl, can I call you Daryl? Definitely, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you go, right? Yes, <laughs> oh, Joseph, no, no, no problem. Hey, hey, yes. Can you put a fingerprint on the entire? I mean, what's the identity of the football team? It's ten games in, halfway mark, so to speak. <laughs> you're in a bye week. Uh, do you have an identity, or you're trying to still search for an identity? In your opinion? 
No, you know, at ten games, you know what works. You know what uh, what uh, you know been successful. You're a running team that can throw the ball to Johnny Smith. So hey, you know you can you don't have pitching in the mix. He you try. He he had fifty eight targets, the second highest. London had fifty nine. So that's not working as well as John Rue and Bajan running the ball. So that's what you do. You, that's your bread and butter. So, hey, that's what you got to go with. And you can, you know, uh, lean into that and, and uh, you know, try to get those other guys going as you as you uh, lean into what you can do. That's, that's what they are right now after 10 games. D-Lad, I know, you know, there's still seven games left and a chance to go to the playoffs and the division title and all of that. I've said openly, I don't think the quarterback next year is on the roster. Do you think the team believes that Ritter can be that guy that potentially turns into a franchise-type quarterback? I, I think they're hopeful, John. <laughs> you know, uh, they um, they know the numbers. We, we saw them in King Segura's column yesterday about all the quarterbacks drafted. After the uh, in the third and fourth round, and uh, Dak uh, Prescott's the only outlier who uh, you know has played ten years and been to one playoff game. So you know they know they were you know they thought somewhere that they could develop this kid, and uh, they've tried to do it. And if it's not successful, then they got to jump back in the quarterback market. So so far, it's 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 not been it's been a mixed mixed bag. He can uh, you know definitely. Uh, move it at times. He's had a couple 300-yard games, uh, you know, uh, uh, had the turnover problem. So, you know, young quarterbacks don't come in the league smoking. One of my OGM friends, uh, uh, you know, that's still in the league said, hey, the only rookie quarterback that came in and torched everybody was Dan Marino. So, I mean, he's not Dan Marino. That's what we know. Atlanta Journal, Atlanta Journal and Constitution's Falcons beat writer D. Orlando Ledbetter joining us here in the locker room on the fan 680-93-7 FM. D. Led, how much of this is on Terry Fontenot? Because when you're bad, the NFL gives you uh, the ability to go up front in the draft and fix things so you don't have to be bad three, four, five years down the line. You went with Pitts. You went with London, you went with Bajan Robinson, you didn't go with Jordan Davis, and you didn't go with Jalen Carter, who you both both could be on this team. How much of this is on Terry Fontenot, even though he was hired after the coach was hired? Well, um, since they do the whole collective thing, it's hard, uh, and collaboration, it's hard to pinpoint uh, what, you know, uh, who's the blame for what. But in the traditional sense, he's a general manager. His job is to get the players and build the roster out. Uh, and the coach should be coaching. But we know that the coaches have more input in uh, picking players now than uh, it used to be. Uh, so so I'm sure they have to agree on just, you know, they'll have their knockdown drag outs and try to agree on which way they're going. But I thought a fundamental problem was uh, in the beginning they were so – much in a hurry to get away from the Dan Quinn players that they, they were cutting players that could have helped them rebuild a little quicker. I mean, we turn on TV on Sunday, you see Keanu Neal and uh, DeMonte Casey still making plays up in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, they ran them out. Uh, you know, it was some serviceable guys that could have helped you launch. But I think, the um, you know, the, the psyche of the team was such that they wanted to just get all the way away from it. So that that was a miscalculation. The Matt Ryan miscalculation oh, was um, uh, the biggest one. You know, they tra- they kept him for a year and then went and flirted with Deshaun Watson. So you put that on everybody. I'm sure that came from somewhere because they was already trying to roll with Matt. So, um, you know, it looks like that could have came out of the owner's uh, lap. But, 
Yeah, they've made some miscalculations. The draft hasn't been home runs. The biggest thing, though, home team, is they didn't elect to build the team inside out. They're trying to build it around the perimeter. They neglected the offensive line and defensive lines. I mean, you could have had Penny Souls, too, in that first first draft. And he's doing a great job up in Detroit. Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah, you blew the Michael Parsons uh, pick on Jamar Chase. If you wanted a playmaker, you took the wrong playmaker. <laughs> you, uh, you didn't take Jamar Chase. Uh, yeah, there are some issues. You can do that with every draft, but you can't. If Michael Parsons is sitting there and he's playing like the next Lawrence Taylor, uh, you know, you take them. Going back for some spilt milk, as Joe likes to say, we should not talk about and cry over. What would be, in your opinion, the best way to have handled the Matt Ryan situation and the transition, even though it seems like what you just said, maybe Arthur Smith wanted to keep him around for a little, a little bit more and maybe somewhere else in the building, Arthur Blank, wanted to go in a different direction. What was the best way, in your opinion, to deal with an aging quarterback going out with a new regime coming in? The best way would have been to, you know, say it's Ritter. That's who you want. That's fine. You didn't want Justin Fields or Mac Jones, and that's, you know, that's looking like a good move. But, hey, you had options. You bring the, the young guy in, and you let him learn under Matt Ryan for the next two years. How about that? Mm-hmm. And then you have a nice little transition um, into, you know, your future. You know, I would think uh, I would have thought that Matt Ryan would have been more helpful to Desmond Ritter uh, his rookie year than Marcus Mariota was, and uh, <laughs> but you couldn't but you couldn't protect Matt. It was so you know it wasn't uh, the the pass blocking. They didn't have the pass blocking down. Matt was going to get hammered, so you would have had to get the young kid out there pretty much uh, a lot faster. But that would have been the perfect transition. You know we only seen it uh, in you know Green Bay do it from uh, Favre to Rodgers. The Rodgers to Love isn't looking too good. Um, you know, that would have been uh, the the best way to move forward from the Matt Ryan era. D. Orlando Ledbetter joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line from the AJC. Inside the locker room, I was thinking, you look at this team, and a lot of people talk about the scheme that Arthur Smith is throwing out there, but you've seen some of the stuff I put out on Twitter as well where sometimes guys are open and quarterbacks ain't finding them. Sometimes guys aren't in the right spot. There's got to be a combination of both the scheme and players not making plays. And I'm wondering if Arthur Smith, can you see any frustration building in him when you see him every day up there at Flyery Branch? Yeah, a little bit. You know, um, you know your, your videos have been great, Joe. Uh, Kurt Warner once sent him over the edge. But I know in that one, um, you know, guys were running the wrong way. Uh, ball was being snapped at the wrong time. Uh, you know, when you got free runners and stuff like that, you know, something's going bad. So I put that on the coach. That's the coaching thing right there. If they're in nine games into the season and they don't know where to go, um, that's on the coaching. And, um, you know, they let Charles London go to Tennessee. They got one less uh, uh, mind on the offensive side of the ball. Looks to me like they need a passing game coordinator because guys are, um, you know, it's not coordinated properly. You know, we, we saw Shanahan put that thing in place where that balls were in the air, uh, you know, for 40 minutes at a time, or he even figured out how to get Levine Kalolo open. So, exactly. uh, we've we seen it work. But I, I um, you know, that I got to put that on the coach, and maybe the coach needs to spend some more time with that or have another uh, assistant in there, a passing game coordinator, to tighten that up. Everybody knew they had to get better throwing the ball this year because they were three runners. And we just haven't seen the progress in the passing game. 
Daryl, Daryl, I, I, what does tanking look like in your 80 years of experience? What does tanking 80? look like oh, in the wow. NFL? Yeah, I, I, I haven't, I don't think we've seen it. Okay, uh, I can so, tell you. <laughs> uh, the, the, the motto is the 76ers in the in the uh, NBA. In the NFL, it's too hard to tank because guys are on, you know, they're, if they don't play, they're going to get fired. You know, their, their contracts are not guaranteed. So, even you've seen, um, you know, teams that should be taken, but the the pride of the team won't allow them to. So I just haven't seen a, um, you know, a tank situation work in the NFL. Even though teams of, you know, Carolina tried to last year, and then they they then uh, Steve Wilkes messed it up for us by winning too many games, and uh, you know, then they uh, had to trade up to get the number one when they were trying to backdoor it. Uh, but, yeah, I haven't seen a uh, – you know, you've seen teams try to tank. You thought Arizona was tanking. Uh, but, you know, um, they, they put Kyler Murray back out there to see what they got and got a W and fell out of first place in the draft uh, situation. So we not, we messed up their tank is what you're telling us. Yeah, 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 yeah. They weren't trying to win. <laughs> you know, they're trying to get Caleb Williams. But – uh, but if you don't get, if you don't tank it, and they don't, I haven't seen it. It's uh, it's it's discussable now. Uh, but then just trade up. I mean, that's what in retrospect, that's what the Falcons should have did. They should have traded up, got Trevor Lawrence off of Jacksonville, and then you'd have had a Matt Ryan and Trevor Lawrence um, uh, transition, and uh, they'd be in a much better place right now. Great stuff, D-Led. We look forward to talking to you a little bit later down the road. Enjoy the bye week. You were up there and you're grinding. You're at all the road games. So uh, get some R&R for yourself, and we'll look forward to reading your stuff and listening to your podcast. The Bowtie Chronicles is always a good listen every week after the game, and we look forward to having you back in here in the locker room soon. Well, thanks for having me in the locker room, and all you guys take care. Keep up the great work. Love y'all. Thanks, Daryl. D. Orlando Ledbetter, AJC's Falcons beat writer, joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-93-7 FM. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com. 